No judgment, just raw and unfiltered answers. Starting now on the He Said What Show with your host, Simply Bree. I'm back. What's up, my good people? It's Jaquan, a.k.a. Ike James, and I'm here to break it down once again. The topic for tonight is what qualities do men look for in a long-term committed relationship? Stay tuned to hear my response on He Said What with your host, Simply Bree. Because it's just me here, I'm going to go ahead and give myself a round of applause. Why not? So, uh, if this is your first time tuning in, welcome. Thank you so much for joining us. Please check out the website, www.simplybree.com, where you find out more information about our upcoming shows, um, The Truth Serum, which is every Wednesday from 8 p.m. to 9.30 Eastern Standard Time. And at p.m., not in the morning, we're working in the morning. So, this is, once again, He Said What? Powered by Blog Talk Radio. I, again, am your host, Simply Bree. And tonight's question is, what qualities does a man look for in a long-term relationship? We will be discussing this with our guest, Jaquan, a.k.a. Mr. Ike James, that's the name that he go by. So we're gonna use we're gonna use Ike James tonight, okay? If you guys would like to tune in, chime in, give us your feedback, the number is five one five six zero two nine six four seven. Once again, that number is five one five six zero two nine zero six seven. I'm sorry, nine six four seven. I'm sorry, I'm just messing it up. I'm just excited. I know you guys are like, how did we get here? Well, guess what? He said, what is my way of helping us women understand men from their perspective, their direct perspective? Sometimes we don't understand what they're talking about because we're caught up in our emotions. And I'm just going to say it because I'm a woman. We'd be caught up in our emotions. And so the message can clearly go over our heads. But this time, I'm sitting down some of the great men that I know, and I'm asking them these questions directly so that we as women can get some answers, some clarity on questions like what qualities does a man look for in a long-term relationship? Does men, do we, men even want a relationship? Do they like marriage? Do they like kids? I mean, these are questions that we think of. So definitely tune in, tell a friend to tell a friend, tell your girlfriends to, to turn in, 
www.simplybree.com. Hit that play button, and that way you can you can become a part of tonight's discussion. Now, as I stated, the number I have a feeling you guys are going to be using this number tonight, but the number tonight is five one five six zero two nine six four seven. Now that we got the homework out of the way, let's go ahead and give it up for our guest, Mr. Jaquan, aka Ice Jam. Welcome to the show. <laughs> How's it going? How are you doing tonight? Everything is just fantastic. It's an honor to be back on your show again. I appreciate you having me on for another a second time. So I'm glad to be yeah. here. And yes, uh, that oh. beat that you just played. Please yes. give it up to that producer, whoever. That was yes. a hot beat, man. That that beat was sick. Yes, you know, with me just revamping little by little, I had to, I had to wake you guys up. So that beat right there is called Clouds, and it's by Beast Inside Beats. So if you go on SoundCloud, Audio Mac, and you look up Beast Inside Beats. You can check out all his his productions that he has. He had that right there was just like a tip of the iceberg. I'm gonna be dropping mm. more of his stuff every week. So, but thank you. Yes, yes, he definitely did his thing. Yeah, look, round of applause to him too. He did awesome. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, are Girl, you like ready the for fact tonight? That you got your own little in clap studio audience. You like that? <laughs> Listen, yeah, yeah. I mean, it sounds like uh, the Braves Stadium with the fake crowd and whatnot. I'm listen. glad everybody getting on today. You should give it up just one more time, just so they can hear it one more time. Just <laughs> yes, yes. give like yourselves it. a round I of applause for tuning in tonight. Give it up, give it up. I love it. So, what do you think about tonight's discussion? Because you know, the last time you were on, you had a lot of messages. Ah, well, I yes. think um, I'm, I'm going to uh, upset some women tonight uh, again, um, but it's it's just facts, though. So, And my grandmother always said the truth cuts deeper than the lie, so Ooh. Okay, from grandma herself. Well, w- let me just dive right into it. What qualities do men actually look for in a long-term relationship? Do men want a long-term relationship, first of all? Do you want a long-term relationship, or do you just want that comfort? I I prefer uh, companionship um, because me personally, I do have one big issue that I'm trying to work on. I'm very selfish with my time. And mm-hmm. if I feel like I don't want to be around or I don't want you around me, I keep to myself. And it's only because of how I grew up. I grew up kind of like by myself where well, I was always in the corner by myself because we were always constantly moving and whatnot. And I didn't really start making friends or being sociable until I got in 11th grade when I realized that I was going to be at this high school until I graduate. So I like companionship, but mm. most men wouldn't mind being in a relationship if it's the right relationship. The problem is nine times out of ten, we always chase the woman that we want and not the woman mm-hmm. that we need. And that tends to be a problem because usually the woman that you need, there's something that you don't like about her. Because men do view women with the three Ds, beauty, body, uh-uh. and brains. We look at that because we're physical creatures. If right. you're beautiful enough, that attracts us. Then if you have the body that we like, whether it be big breasts or big thighs or whatever, that attracts us. And then we try to find out if you have the brains. 
But in most cases, we let the beauty and the body mess up everything, and we never get to the part of the brains, and you end up chasing something that you really don't need in your life. Mm, and that ends up being a headache. And the next thing you know, you guys are broken, and you're scorned, and you just want to be hoes out in these streets. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I guess right. so. <laughs> I think by nature, we're automatically hoes. I think it just makes it worse. Because a man really, you, you may fall, um, for a man, a man may mm-hmm. fall in love with a woman. And please understand, a lot of people don't get this. There's a difference between loving somebody and being in love with somebody. And a man mm-hmm. may get that once to twice out of his lifetime. Everybody else in between is just something to do. And we mm. end up falling in love with the wrong woman in most cases. So then every woman that come after that, we automatically connect her to the woman that did us wrong. Mm. Yeah, that's seeing. And then once again, yes, scorned. I get it. I definitely right. get it. So, okay, you said men naturally are hoes, can, can possibly naturally be hoes. So go ahead and actually um, break this statement down and tell me why do you think it exists? You can't turn a hoe into a housewife. <laughs> that's that's self explanatory. <laughs> a hoe gonna be a hoe <laughs> and, and keep in mind hoes don't get paid to have sex. They don't. Mm-hmm. That's a prostitute. Hoes be out there doing it for free. And my grandma mm. always say you don't give them nothing for free. Oh. <laughs> and that, that's why you can't turn a hoe into a housewife. Because at least a housewife can manage some money, hopefully, mm-hmm. if she can count. <laughs> oh, hopefully. well, if she can't, then that's a problem. But, okay. That's the All problem. Right. Uh, so why do you think, you know, going back to the beauty, the body, the brains, why do you think that society may place emphasis on the – um, ideal woman type or, or women being the ideal type instead of really portraying who they really are, being comfortable with who they are. Well, you got to remember we are in America and pretty much all around the world. Women have always been like second class. So mm-hmm. in, the order, in order to get anything, we subject women to strictly sex, sex symbols and sex sales. So when mm-hmm. we started putting the imagery out, if you go back to when TV first came in and even up until now, if it was sexy, you sold product. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So it, and it's, and it's really it's wrong, but it's also right if you're just thinking about it in a capitalistic type of way. You're trying to make money. So it's no different than selling dope or doing anything else. You're trying to get the most for your buck, so you're going to put whatever out there that can make you the most money for your product. So you put sex on, and women are more sexier than men. You'll mm. find a lot of women that will say stuff like, oh, yeah, she loves – the women do this. Y'all can touch each other's breasts, feel your mm-hmm. girls, but men can't do that. I wish women are way more I sexier mean, I than men. I can do you know it, you know. <laughs> but it's a problem if we do it. If I walk up to any woman on the street or, or like, a best friend of mine, if I just walk up to her and be like, oh, girl, your breasts look nice, I'm going to get slapped, period. But mm. you can walk Sexual up to your best friend her. and be like, girl, look at your breasts. Exactly. So it's a problem. So women are far more sexier than men. And you can even look at most heterosexual men. They'll tell you, me included. Um, I have an issue. I don't have a problem with homosexuality. If that's your thing, that's your thing. I can't watch it in public, like, to see two men kiss. But I don't mind watching two women kiss. You know what I'm saying? Of course not. 
is way more you know sexy. What, there are some men out there that actually have a problem with uh, a woman being bisexual or even homosexual. Like there are some men, I'll say more so bisexual. I had um, this guy and I was trying to like use this as a defense. And I told him that, you know, I had a girlfriend and he like almost cussed me out just because I didn't want to talk to him. And I said that I had a girlfriend like, so there are some men out there, and I don't know if it's just a pride or ego thing, but yeah, not every guy likes a bisexual or a uh, a homosexual mm. female. I don't know. Maybe I should talk to him on the side and take him to a couple of shows with me and let him see some things. I don't know that many men that would. Every dude that I know would love to, if they woman was bisexual. Oh, they probably get mm-hmm. married tomorrow. That's you sure that's, that's not overrated. <laughs> Okay, wait, no. let me, before I ask you, before I ask you, if there are any men out there that are listening right now and you could do without a threesome, um, give us a call, 515-602-9647. Please call. I want to hear. I want to know. Yes. Okay. Um, I forgot what I was going to ask you because you just, you just threw me off. But, okay, <laughs> so let me ask you this. <laughs> How... How many? Well, how can a man communicate his "I love you" to a woman other than verbally? I guess it depends on the man and what kind of talents he may possess. If he's a writer, he can always write poetry or mm-hmm. note or something like that. Even if he's not a writer, he can always leave a little note on the counter or, or write something in lipstick on so she can see it in the bathroom. In lipstick. Um, Wait, yeah, he hold can use up. Some lipstick and write. What? Okay, yeah, he can write, you know, baby, I love you on the way on the on the mirror. So when she, have yeah, you done this trust before? me, if, if, if I've done that before, and if oh. if she's if they if they're into each other, she ain't worried about that lipstick because he gonna buy her some more anyway. So it's not a problem. <laughs> I'm just saying, it's, it's it's now if she not feeling him like that, she'll probably you know lash out and say something. You know, we messed with my lipstick, but if she's feeling him, and it's not a problem. When a woman is feeling a dude. It's, it's like that, that song, he can do no wrong. And when a man right. is feeling a woman, she can do no wrong. You know what I'm saying? So it don't matter what, what anybody say or whatever, you're like, ah, well, that's just who he is. So okay. I think it depends on the man and, 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 and also the woman. What kind of woman is she? If she's right. a woman who likes gifts, then then he has to buy her gifts. If she has to hear it all the time, then he has to say it. But most men, when they're feeling a chick, they will get creative and make sure that that woman knows that, that he loves her. Mm. So what have been some ways you have expressed your um, sincere admiration for a lady friend of yours? Well, I've Mm -hmm. only been in love once. And Mm -hmm. what I used to do for her, because she was a person who liked to be wild, um, Uh I'm like a hopeless romantic, so I always try to come up with something. I came up with... Well, my friends and I came up with date night, and I I had a calendar created. So every, like, second weekend of every other month, we went somewhere out of town, Mm -hmm. or we went to a new restaurant, and I would always try to – she wasn't into poetry, so I started in the beginning, but she was like, I'm not into poetry. So I stopped writing poetry, but I would leave little notes. And I Mm -hmm. did use her lipstick once when I was going out of town for a family funeral, I wrote on the mirror in her lipstick, 
you know, I will miss you, or I miss you already, Aww. something like that. So when she got up, you know, she called me. She had a little tear in her eye. She was like, oh. So she liked to be wild. So I always try to do things to try to wow, like put a wow factor in our relationship. Mm-hmm. Too bad it didn't last long. But <laughs> Hey, it is what it is, right? It is. I learned a lot, though. I learned a lot about me. That's when I started realizing that I'm really selfish with my time, and I learned that I know how to make a woman feel wanted but not needed. Mm-hmm. So I learned a lot mm-hmm. in that relationship, the three years we were together. So I think we both grew from that. Okay. Well, that's the, that's the most important thing is that you have to be able to grow from these experiences because if you're not, then what are you doing? What are you really doing? Right. So going right. back to the original question, the topic of tonight, and before we actually do that, um, for everyone that's just tuning in, please go ahead and give us a call, 515-602-9647. Let us know what you think about Ike James's responses thus far. He has yet to lay the pimp ham down, but uh, I have a feeling that he is going to summon it very soon. <laughs> it's coming. So what qualities do men look for in a long-term relationship with the woman? Are you ready for this? You want to hear this? Uh, you sure you want to hear this? I'm, I'm ready. Wait, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. We got to get it right. Hold up. <laughs> Her own money. Wait, what? Money. Yes. Matter of fact, I'm going to run down some things. You might want to write them down and we can go over them a little bit. Okay, money, I'm ready. Definitely money. She needs her own financial support. Uh-huh. Um, little to no daddy issues. Mental, emotional, and physical support. And pretty much just a team player. Like, she got to come in with a goal as well. and re- or They have to come up with a goal, and she has to agree to play her role and work toward mm-hmm. the end goal. But at the top of the list, you said money. That's number one. Her yes, own no, no man, no man wants to. All right, so this is just what I was taught. When a man gets into a relationship with a woman and is long-term and is committed, the man's job is to provide for the woman, not take care of her. He has to provide the, the means and necessary um, resources so she can take care of herself. It's not our job to take care of a woman. We provide for the woman so that whatever that may be in your dynamic of your relationship, if the man comes home and he pays the mortgage and all the utilities, he should not be paying your car note. That's your job. Mm. Pay your own car note because you pick that car out. That's the car that you drive. He don't drive that car. He should not be paying to get your hair done every time you want it done. It is nice Ooh. if he do chip in like uh-huh. one week, one one month or whatever, he was like, you know what, babe, get your hair done on me. That's cool. But right. keeping yourself up, that is not his job. You pay mm-hmm. for your own fingernails and toenails and hair and makeup or whatever it is that you need because he's already providing the other necessaries for you to do that. Okay. But, again, okay. the man and the woman has to sit down and work out how their dynamics are going to be because what works for one house might not work for another house. Okay. Now, when you say her her own money, what if she doesn't? What if she's not on the same bracket in the same bracket as you? So she doesn't make as That's much. That's a good question. That's you. a good question. I'm glad you asked that question. Watch this. Uh-oh. Note how a man can date any woman on any spectrum, any spectrum mm-hmm. level. 
bottom, low, middle, whatever. But a woman will never downgrade from whatever it is that she came from. A man can meet a woman and say, you know what, you had the potential, you may have this and I might need this from you. I can help you get to where you want to go. But you have to have your own ideas and plans. He can finance you financially, but if you're just sitting there just spending all this money while he's making it, you're no good to him. Because a mm-hmm. woman can only be one or two things to a man, either his strength or his weakness. And if you come in and he allows you not to do anything, but he's making all this money and you out here spending all his money, but you're not really contributing but probably cooking him breakfast and, and, and sleeping with him whenever he wants mm-hmm. to, that's not healthy. Unless and that's what that man wants from you. And then he's not really helping you. He's only right. using you. Mm. So a woman has to be able to contribute towards the relationship, um, not even just monetary, but putting forth the effort and in, in having some type of direction and leadership. Yes, it, 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 co- it goes hand in hand. We are one with each other. If, if, right. And I look at this like the prime example I use all the time. If you get with somebody, right, you with your mm-hmm. man or your mate or whatever, and y'all say y'all going to be together for, y'all really want to be committed to each other. Okay, you got that out the way. What's the plan? Are we still going to live in this apartment for the rest of our life, or do we want a house? You have to have some goals to work toward, a reason to stay together, right. a reason to lose something. I can't mess this relationship up because I'm going to lose everything we work for. What's the goal? Are right. we going to try to get 100000 saved at the end of the year? Okay, if the man is bringing in all the money, he can't. She can't. He can't do that by himself if she's not helping. If she's not contributing. Mm-hmm. If she don't have no goal in her life, she just want to be married. And I know a lot of women. I just want to be married and be and be a house mom and have some babies. And I don't want to work. Okay, mm-hmm. if that's your life, that's fine. And if you find a man that's with that, that's fine. But nine times out of ten, that ain't gonna last long because eventually he'll be like, every time I come home, you got something new, new shoes, <laughs> new cars, new clothes, something. You know what I'm right. saying? And then when the money gets short, she get mad. How can you make no more money? Now you got a problem. Mm. Gotcha. Okay. So now you say goals, you know, having goals. What if she has unrealistic goals? What if she wants to live like Atlanta housewives? That's all fine. Fine and well and good. It is now his job as the leader of that house. And when I say leader, he don't be like, all demanding and whatnot, but he should have the final decision. You should be able to sit down and talk about these things, and he make the final decision. Like, okay, you know what? I like your idea. Let's do this. If she wants to have that unrealistic housewife of Atlanta, and he works for Coca-Cola driving truck, you're not going to get there. So he needs mm-hmm. to sit her down and be like, let's get something more realistic, because I can't afford no house in Buckhead or, or somewhere in the high gardens of Phoenix, but we can live in Decatur <laughs> and be okay. <laughs> <laughs> Which side of Decatur? Two sides. Uh, <laughs> well, let's say the closest to the middle. <laughs> okay, okay. Now let me ask you this. Is it, well, I won't even, I'm going to have you answer it. How might a man who is in a relationship with a woman who makes more money than him still manage to lead the household? That's a conversation they still have to have, and they have to be on the same playing terms, playing the same game. Again, you need to talk about it and say, what are the goals? All because you're making more money than me, are we still working toward this? And mm-hmm. if that's the case, in most cases, if the woman is reasonable, because most women don't want to lead their family. They don't mm-hmm. want to do that. They want the man to lead. And if he is a man, 
he will not be insecure about her making all this money. They still going to come up with a plan together, and they're going to mm-hmm. knock it out. But if he is insecure in any kind of way, she's going to flex on him. If she mm-hmm. had to oh, yeah. just lose control and be like, homie, I make more money than you. You ain't about to tell me what I'm about to do with my money. That's another problem. She really ain't into that dude like that. But if right. they're into each other and she get promoted or she meet him and she already make more money and she like, baby, you the man, leave this house, whatever you say, we're going to agree upon it and make it happen, it's mm-hmm. not going to be a problem. Mm-hmm. This can't be okay. insecure. So it's just a matter of being on the same page communication-wise. Yeah, find me a woman that make more money than me. Say, do you need me to stay home? Sure, no problem. Okay, well, then in that case, what are you looking for in a companion? In a companion, I, I do want somebody who, well, because I have this 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 um selfish issue, I need mm-hmm. somebody that's patient and understanding, because I have to get because I do have an emotional disconnect when it comes to humans adult period like mm-hmm. I don't have a problem being by myself because right. again I have never learned how to make a woman feel needed and I know women want to feel wanted and that's easy but women want to also feel needed and I don't know how to make a woman feel needed so I need somebody who is understanding and patient and still yet willing to work on goals like I already has my own publishing company and I'm already working on projects she got to be able to get in and fit in wherever she fit in at, try to make that better, and still have something on her own that she's working mm-hmm. on, because I don't want a woman up under me all day long, all the time. Mm-hmm. Right. That so makes so much those, sense. Those three things, yeah, I'm, I'm cool with that. And again, yet yeah, her own financial money, because if there comes a point in time where I lose my job or whatever happens, she got to be able to carry some of the weight. Right. If she depends yeah. on me to carry the weight, that's the problem, because, like, like, look what's going on right now with this old COVID-19 thing. It's crazy. A lot of layoffs and whatnot. A lot of people are probably having financial problems. There are a lot of states that are not um, cutting unemployment checks and whatnot. So mm-hmm. if she has a job and he lost his job, she got to be able to step up, and not permanently, but temporarily, so he can get back on his feet. So if you're depending on me, for me to spend all my money, that's going to be a problem right there mm. for me. You said no way, Jose. Okay, okay. No, nah, I ain't doing it. Now, you mentioned... Because at that point, I feel like you're just here for sexual resources and nothing else. I couldn't use you for nothing else. Cause I you feel said like I'm sexual resources? Now. Yeah. You said that's why she's there? It's just for sexual resources? Yeah, that, that's, that, that's how I would feel. You're here for sexual... Because you can't do nothing else. Oh, so she would only be useful for the sexual... Okay, I got yeah. you. Yeah. I, I know... I know, I know what you were saying. I was just trying to figure out the direction that you were going with it. Okay. Have you ever had a woman use you for sex? Yes. Yes, okay. yes. I Years ago, I was a prostitute. <laughs> I believe it. <laughs> I believe I, I that is, is it. Let me, let me tell you. <laughs> so when I first, I first moved to Atlanta, I met some homeboys. Um, in the apartment complex I was staying in off of Brockett Road. And, like, every other weekend we always went outside in our little cul-de-sac and we played cards with people in our cul-de-sac. We barbecued and dominoes and all that good stuff, man. And there was um, a female that lived in the corner. She had moved in, like, two months after I moved in. She started coming out, hanging out with us and whatnot. And um, we were playing dominoes one night, and 
got into a conversation of um I'm I'm in the BBWs. I, I like I like big women. I do. If okay. you thick, I'm with you. If you kinda slim, I'm not I'm not really into you. I mean I talk to you but I don't I don't want to see you naked. But if you got some thighs on you, I'm all about that. And the conversation okay, okay. went to you know, have you ever slept with a big girl? And I started talking shit like, yeah, I love big girls. I pick them up, do all this other stuff, blah, blah, blah. And somebody had said a comment about, you know, I sleep with one if she, if she uh, pay as much as she weigh. And I was like, yeah, I'll do that too. I didn't know the trick was stealing me. So she went into her, her bra sack and she pulled out $500 and he threw it on the table. She was like, well, after this game of dominoes, let's see what you got. Oh, I laughed it off as a out. joke. <laughs> She called me out. Joke on you, buddy. But at the end of the night, she was serious. And I was like, all right, it's $500. I just went over there, and I figured I'd get the money. And she's like, if you're good, I'll tip you. And at the oh, end of the night, goodness. I walked out with $1,000. And we Ooh, slept together for like more. six or seven months. Yeah. And every time we slept, and she treated me like a whole dude. And she was at my <laughs> place. After sex, she left the money on the dresser. And if I was at her place, she had the money in the envelope. She was like, it's on, it's on the counter on your way out. Oh my gosh! I can't. Yeah, so yeah, I I was used for sex. I was paid for it and everything. Wow. Okay. <laughs> well, <laughs> um, that's a very interesting story. I'm glad you felt comfortable enough to share that with us, and and maybe oh, yeah, that's yeah, where yeah. the emotional disconnect really played a role for you because you really didn't have to get too acquainted with her, just please her and, and collect your money. So. Yeah, that's did my Rachel thing. I'm I'm done with you. Okay, well, what I am going to do, we're going to go ahead and take a quick commercial, and then we will be right back. So you guys are listening to He Said What with your host Simply Bree, and we have our guest Jay Quan, aka Ike James. Uh, I'm trying. To, I'm gonna give you another aka. And um, the topic tonight is what qualities does a man look for in a woman for long-term relationships? The call-in number is 515-602-9647. Once again, that number is 515-602-9647. We'll be right back. The Purpose of Girls Who Brunch Tour, a 501c3, is to cultivate, inspire, and empower at-risk girls between the ages of 9 to 17 years old. Today, girls are very impressionable. This demographic of girls is being exposed to bullying, human trafficking, self-esteem issues, and underestimation of self-worth. Through Girls Who Brunch, we provide vital tools needed through literacy, education, life skills, and health and wellness to help girls become leaders and difference makers in their communities. For more information on how you can become an ambassador, attend one of our virtual at-home 21 city experiences, or donate to the organization. Visit www.girltobrunchtour.com now. Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. This is your girl, Simply Bree. You are listening to he said what? And yes, really, he said what? Powered by Blog Talk Radio. The call-in number is 515-602-9647. Definitely call in. Give us your feedback. Let us know what you think. Do you agree with Jaquan, or is he just is he just talking crazy? So, Jaquan, <laughs> welcome back, sir. 
Thank you, thank you. Appreciate it. Yes. So let's <laughs> I'm just go talking ahead and crazy. Actually, Don't worry about it. <laughs> yeah, you definitely are talking crazy. Um, let's just go ahead and get into the next point that you had made um, in your list that you gave me. You said little to no daddy issues. How do Correct. we measure? How do we measure something like that? You can tell if you actually study any woman who grew up without a father or any uncles or in no male figures in their life versus a woman who had a father or a male figure in their life. The attitude and um, her, her whole response is totally different. Mm. Pretty much everything it's- differently. The perspective is different um, because a woman who, who didn't have a father or uncle most times, I would say 90% of the times, they they out there wilding. They're the ones who will say, I don't need a man for nothing because they grew up without a man. So they don't understand mm-hmm. the necessary of having a man. It's like, also, you know, we, we belong together. We work. Right. It's a yin and yang thing, left and right. But if they grew up all their life not counting on a man, remember how, like, some people will tell you, I used to wait, my daddy would say he'd come, he's coming by, and you wait at the window, he never showed mm-hmm. up. After right. a while, all that gets programmed in a child's mind, and they grew up with that. Because now they they start looking at other men the same way. Oh, you you saying you're coming by, but then if he's late or he doesn't come by, he got an excuse or whatever, all that plays back on my daddy did the same thing. So now you're just like my daddy. You know what I'm saying? So little to no daddy issues because no man wants to be your father. I want to be your husband or your boyfriend or whatever y'all call each other, but I don't want to be your daddy. And I know a lot of dudes on a sexual level, they don't Mm -hmm. let women call them daddy in bed. Because it's like, no, I'm not trying to be your daddy. I'll be your man, I'll be your boo or whatever, but I'm not trying to be your daddy. That's why they came up with the words daddy now, with the Z. Zaddy. Zaddy, yeah. But because <laughs> cause now if a man feels like I got to be your husband or your boyfriend, or your confidant, and then I got to turn around and be your daddy too, that's mm-hmm. a lot of weight and pressure you're putting on this man to try to carry this family. Now, don't get me wrong, a lot of men can carry that weight, and they will, but mm-hmm. after a while it does get heavy. It does get right. heavy. And you're like, man, at, at what point are you going to grow the hell up? Like, I'm not mm-hmm. your father. I didn't do whatever he did to you. I didn't. Now, it's different if, you know, you was molested by your father or something like that. I get that. Mm-hmm. That's a whole other psychological uh, issue you got to deal with. But we look for less daddy issues in a long-term committed relationship. And and you can, if you find more men that will call in or vouch for this, because I'm not trying to sugarcoat it, if we find mm-hmm. a woman with daddy issues, you become like a sex piece. We're not trying mm-hmm. to be long-term committed to you. And you could have everything that we might want to need, but if we got to constantly keep dealing with you comparing me to your father who wasn't there or he beat you or whatever – we kind of mm-hmm. push that to the side because no man wants to go out here and work all day and then come home and deal with that. Right. Mm, okay, okay. That's extra well, work. Now I got to put in overtime. I mean, I don't see nothing wrong with that, but okay. Um. Yeah, okay. No, well, we'd rather put overtime yeah. in and other things. Well, I, I agree <laughs> with you. I'm just joking. I agree with you. Well, we do have a caller. Um. Caller, your number ending in 7281. We're going to go ahead and bring you up and see what you have to say. So let's see whose side they're going to be on. Hey, caller, you are live on He Said What with Simply Bree and Jaquan. Do you have a question or a comment? I have a comment and a question. 
This okay. is Unique Nick, folks. How y'all doing? Hi, Unique Nick. Welcome to the show. What's happening, Unique Nick? What's going on? Ew, ew, ew. Y'all ready? <laughs> <laughs> she live, man. That's a firecracker right there. Mm-hmm. So I hope y'all ready for my question because I'm about to twist slam this. Uh-oh. Okay. All right. Here we go. All right. You say his daddy issues on the females and that men don't want much to do with. However, we already know that most women are born to be resilient to their mother. Um, um, right? I, I, I lost, I lost, that. I lost that. I, I didn't hear the question. Okay. okay cause I'm still one more time. <laughs> no problem. No problem. Okay. So you said that in most situations, guys go for the BBB, and once they do the checklist, most things they don't want would be the daddy issues. Now, I, I beg to differ on where the daddy issues stem from because although many females do have daddy issues or due to absent daddies, what if your daddy was there and that's not your issue, but your issue is your man that got daddy issues? Ah, good question. Good question. Now, then I I, I put that on the woman. If you know Mm. that this is what you you want, but he has this issue, you have to answer the question for yourself. Do you want to keep putting up with this or not? I think that's for any relationship. Once you find out that there's something in this relationship that is not making you comfortable, You should work on this, or you should look at this, or whatever. And they refuse to do it. At what point do you say, "I gotta walk away"? Right. So I put that oh, back I'm on the woman. Once she realized, yeah, if he got daddy issues and he's not willing to work on them, he don't want to go to counseling or call his dad if he's still alive and talk to him about that. If you stay, knowing that this this might be a potential abusive relationship because emotionally and mentally, you're not going to get fed. By this man, you're not going to get led by this man because he got daddy issues. And if you stay, anything that happened at that point when you try to make it work, that falls back on you. Mm. I want you when you're right. I agree. I agree. Yeah. Okay. And then you say you also had a question. Well, that was my question. What happens oh, with the question. man with the daddy issues? Okay. That was my question. Okay. But thank mm. you. Mm. That was a good question. That was question. a good question, Neek Neek. Real good yes. question. She should get a round of applause for that. Yes, let me let me give you a round of applause for that because you did that, boo. You did it. Mm. <laughs> yes. That is crazy. <laughs> okay. okay. I love Thank it. you I again, Neek Neek. All right. Uh-oh. Sorry, hon. Um, yeah, that was a really, really good question. And you know what? That happens so much that it's almost like the norm. We're usually getting into a relationship with someone who is suffering from some type of issue with the parent, whether it's their mom, right. whether it's their father, whether it's both parents, because, you know, there are some people who were raised by grandparents. That's not unusual. So it's like... Right. There's only so much effort, so much assistance you can give as being their their partner before you really start to feel like, okay, regardless of what I say or do or how hard I try, this person is just not willing to put up the fight. They're just really not trying to let bygones be bygones and try to develop a relationship with whoever it is 
while they're here. And it can place a strain on a relationship, especially when you guys start bumping heads and you know where it's coming from. It's like, okay, so you're not trying to address the issue. You're not fixing the issue. You just want to continue to have the issue. So I I definitely think that was a good point that she had, uh, that she brought up because I mean, it, it only makes sense. So now let's talk about the turnoffs. Are there any deal breakers when it comes to qualities? You know, maybe she has um, <laughs> two, two out of three. Maybe she has um, the beauty and the brains, but she don't have the body. Or maybe she has the body and the beauty, but not the brains. Like, are there some qualities that men are willing to overlook when it comes to? Yes. Okay, and what 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 yes. would you be yes. overlooking? Um, when I feel like I have found a mate who is willing to be my companion and work with me toward whatever goals that we set forth for us and our house. I can overlook a lot of things, except for the thickness. You got to be thick. I can't do it with a skinny chick. <laughs> just, just can't. I can't do it. But I can overlook. <laughs> I can overlook pretty much everything else because for me, um, building something, I'm always shaking and moving. I'm always trying to build and grow. And that was one of the problems I had with the woman I was engaged with. Once we had got to a comfortable level financially and, and um, housewise, she was stagnant. She didn't want to go any further. She didn't want to do anything. And I was like, eh, I, I got to find something else to do. I want more. We had a house that had three bedrooms. I was like, well, I got my daughter. We got your two sons, whatever. We need more bedrooms. I need a bigger house. And she was like, nah, we'll just be crammed up in here. And I'm like, nah, I'm from the projects. I've been crammed up. I don't want to be crammed up no more. I'm not, I'm not doing that. <laughs> right. right. So if I could find somebody to that that is willing to compromise, I'm willing to compromise, and we can build. I can overlook um, a lot of things because, to me, that's the one thing that I want in my companion. I want to be able to sit down and build. And when we get to a certain point, like just for an example, if we say, okay, in the end of next year, we want to have $200,000 saved up. Okay, and mm-hmm. we, we bust our ass and we make it happen. We working overtime, we doing whatever, but we still find the time to play with each other and build intimacy and whatnot. But the goal is still to get this two thousand, two hundred thousand. Mm-hmm. And once we got it, let's celebrate, and then let's go for another goal. Let's let's try to get five hundred thousand. You know what I'm saying? Right. And if, if that takes okay, take this money. We're going to invest in buy some real estate or something. I'm always looking to build and keep going. So that's one of the things. If I could find that, and I'm comfortable, and she's comfortable with me and my. I still got to work on my selfishness. You got that understanding and that patience. Yeah, I yeah. can The biggest turn on that I have, I love You can't cut your toenails or your fingernails while I'm watching No Order. I just, I just can't have it. Just, oh, okay. I need to hear that dong dong. Yeah, I need to hear. I don't want to hear clip clip. I don't want to hear that. I wish I had a clip clip sound effect. So I would have played it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Okay, okay. I mean, I, I get that. So, what if you meet a woman and she's just perfect, just, oh, perfect. Everything that you could ever ask for, except she's not a team player. Oh, that's just something I'll probably have on the side for some for some booty or whatnot, you know, maybe go there and get some dinner or something, but I wouldn't bring it to my circle. 
she wouldn't mm. be able to enter into my world like that. I wouldn't I wouldn't share intimate details about what I'm doing and what I'm building and whatnot. But we can hang out and well, kick it. Yeah, well, y'all can just kick yeah, it. Yeah, she, okay. she don't even have to sleep with me. <laughs> we could just hang yeah, out. Yeah, and see, I'm going to make this. I'm going to make this statement, and and I hopefully I don't ruffle no feathers with this, but ladies, ladies, if you are in a relationship with a man, and he is an entrepreneur, and he grinds, 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 grinds day in, day out, but he has yet to introduce you to his grind, he has yet to show you what it is that he actually does. You may want to question that. I mean, I'm just, that's just me. That's just me. Now, Jay Kwan can go ahead and, and you know, you can give your two cents <laughs> on that. Like, I'm just. Yeah. I'm just, <laughs> you you have, it, it could it could be a number of, a few things, maybe one or two things, because you're right. If, if, if he says first, you've got to find out where you guys stand in this relationship, mm-hmm. right? You've got to find out what it is that you guys are doing. Because if you're just friends and you're just right. kicking it and he, he, you know, and he's not trying to take it to the next level, it could be because he don't trust you or mm. he's trying to be protected of what he has going on. So he's trying to protect his that on that side or you're not the one. Mm. And you have to find out. See, that's the thing with people in relationships. They don't talk. A mm-hmm. lot of people are caught up. And I say this, Every time, a lot of people are caught up with the idea of being in a relationship and not mm-hmm. what a relationship is, and you need communication. And for any yeah. woman out there listening, if you don't know where you stand in this entanglement that you're in or whatever. Oh, Lord, not entanglement. Lord, Jesus, Jada, what did you do to us? <laughs> you need to have a conversation with that guy or female or whatever. And I believe in doing a home-cooked meal get that person's mm. favorite drink, you know, play some jazz or something like that. Sit down and be like, look, I and, and write down your questions before you go into this conversation. Write it down. Don't try to freestyle this out your head because your, mm. your, your emotions will tear that whole conversation up. So here's some cue cards or something and write that down. And you ask these questions and you take notes because if you are falling head over heels for somebody but it's not mm-hmm. being reciprocated, you need to find out why. Right. And if you're not the one, then you need to stop wasting your time. Yeah. And if you are the one, then you need to communicate to him, well, make me feel that. Make me know that. Mm. we got to start doing things different. I need to know what's going on so I can help you build your empire. Right. And if he still don't do it after that, you got a choice to make. Yeah. Right. That, you know what I'm saying? So you have to have that communication or I know females now, they don't want to be in the mix like that. And if you don't, that's fine. But at the same time, you can't complain when certain things don't happen. Mm-hmm. I look mm. at it like the same people who like, you know what, I don't vote. Okay, you don't vote. Then whatever President Trump do, you can't complain about that because you didn't go vote. If you believe in voting. Right. You can't yeah. say nothing. So if you're in this relationship and you're comfortable with certain things, you can't complain about those same things. You got to right. set the hell up and take this bullet and ride the wave. All the way. Now, Yeehaw. Saying that, though, things do change. Feelings mm-hmm. do change. And when feelings do change, most women are bad for this. Y'all expect us to be mind readers. All because your feelings change, we just supposed to automatically know. No, boo-boo. Have a oh, conversation oh. with us. You didn't. 
Yes, I did. Pull us to the side, or I don't care why you riding. Plant the seed about this conversation. Right. You need to start talking because if we think everything is good, we're going to keep moving like that because we're simple-minded creatures. We're simple, borderline stupid. We look mm-hmm. less, we go less. We look right, we go right. Women think like how their bodies are shaped. Y'all have curves and all this mm-hmm. other stuff, and y'all always all around the world. Men think like linear, like left, right, up, down. We don't think like women think. So if you don't tell us, we're going to think everything is good. Mm-hmm. And I'll tell every man that's listening now or every woman, you could tell your man this. I believe in this. Spot check. Yeah. Pick a number between Where one and three. And, right and yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. do a spot check. Babe, how we doing? Where we at? We okay? What's going on? Did I do anything in the past couple of days? For a man, it'd probably be a couple of hours that bothered you. <laughs> you know, <laughs> we got to do a spot check. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> because that's women wrong, have all these right. feelings and we had nothing. It's, exactly, it's wrong, but it's right. But do a spot check. Find out yeah. where we at. And if we are not in a good place, let's have a conversation and try to get there. Right. Okay. And if we well, agree to disagree that this is not going to work, then we got to separate. It was good times if we had fun, but this uh-huh. this ain't what we want anymore. And you have to do that. But some people feel like, well, I've invested four or five years into this. I'm going to stick it out. Mm-hmm. That's not healthy. It's not it's going to make you end up hating that person. Yeah. That's what it's going to do. You're wasting your time. So I, I, you have a child by the person. <laughs> oh, wait, we going we going to get, we ain't got enough time for that one. That's a whole nother show. Okay. So now another point that you made, you said, um, mental support. You said, what did you say? You said, um, mental, physical, emotional, and physical. emotional. Okay, so you say emotional support, but yeah, you're you have an emotional disconnect. So how does that work? I'm I'm not the only man. All men don't think like me. Some men do have emotions that they act on, that they sit mm-hmm. down and think about. I tend to act more toward facts and not my feelings. I feel things. I just don't. If it doesn't, if the facts aren't there, I don't act on it. Okay. But there are a lot of men that do act on how they feel and. Emotional support pretty much for most men is if you know what your man does on a daily basis, if he's out there, he's working, he's grinding, when he come home, he don't want to hear bullshit about anything. He might just want to come home and lay in your arms and rest so he can recharge and get ready to go back out there because everything that we do, we do for women. Mm -hmm. And if he says that he's going to be your man, and everything that he does, he's doing it for you. Didn't Prince have a song like that? Or what was it Al Green? I go, I work for you, living for you. <laughs> everything is for that woman. So right. you got to be able to study your man and know when he come home, if he got that look on his face, cut the bullshit out. Fix that right. man his plate, make him his drink or whatever. Let him rest. Let him, you know, de-stress. Right. Because that's, that's mm. part of the emotional part of it. Let him come down so that then he can give you his undivided attention. Because something right. could have happened at work. Most men don't bring their work home. Right, yeah. So you got okay. to be able to pay attention to that emotionally. Right. All right. So for all of those that's listening, if you have something to say, if you want to chime in, and this goes for my callers that are listening right now that have called in um, and you're in the background, the number is 515 if you are actually on hold right now and you have something to say, go ahead and press that number one so that I know that you actually want to make a comment or you have a question, and I'll go ahead and bring you up. 
Um, the questions I have for you, Jaquan, and this will be our last question before we go ahead and start wrapping it up, is All right. a woman who is a mother, does, does the way that she, her behavior towards the child, the way that she raises the child, the way that she conducts herself as a mother play a role as far as whether or not a man may be, a man may be interested in pursuing her long-term? Yes. And it also depends on the man and what he's looking for. Okay. Mm. Um, if he just looks at her as, again, um, just something sexual, he's not going to be interested in the child or whatever that that woman is doing with that child. But if he looks at her and be like, you know what, she has some qualities that I could use in my life to help me get to the next level. Um, mm-hmm. And I see that she's struggling with this young child, whether it be a son or a daughter, his approach to her would be totally different. And it will mm-hmm. be like, almost like a partnership. Like he's coming at her like, look, let's help each other. And I'm going to help you now. If that woman mm-hmm. is babying that child any kind of way, and that's a real man, that is another problem because women always claim they don't want mama's boys, but then they turn around and they raise mama boys, and mm. that's a problem because you won't let that boy grow up to be a man. <coughs> Excuse okay. me, that's my one call. I know I got a two that's call. That's it. You, you only get two on the radio. <laughs> I'll hang so, on you right now. <laughs> if that woman will not allow that man to help her raise that young man or even a little girl too. That's a serious problem because most people in our generation, we grew up with discipline. And I've dated women who had children. And I remember one chick I was dating, her son was like seven years old and cussed her out in the kitchen and said that he wasn't going to eat the dinner. And I went in there to correct the situation, and that woman told me don't ever talk to her son like that. And I'm like, oh. this dude just called you a bitch and said he wasn't going to eat the shit that you cooked. I'm like, what the hell? I couldn't be <laughs> with that chick because I'm like, right. this, this is not going to work because I didn't grow up like that. You don't disrespect your mother, any woman, period. Right. You can mumble to yourself and keep it in your head and hope she don't hear it so you don't get backslapped. But That's about <laughs> you it. You know what I'm saying? But, yeah, and if, if that woman with that child has an issue with a man coming in and trying to help the family, then that relationship don't work. And, again, that man would then move her over to the category of, you know what, when I'm I'm bored and it's Friday night and I ain't got nothing to do, but I need to get one out, yeah, I'm going to call her, you know, yeah. and it'd be that. And he may, he may even pay a light bill or, you know, give her some gas money or something, but he won't right. go forward with doing anything serious. Okay, well, let's see what Unique Neek got to say about that. Unique Neek, you are live with us. Yes. I'm back, baby. Firecracker. I just wanted to go back to um, uh, you made a statement and you said something about having that talk, you know, do the jazz thing and the home-cooked meal and you butter them up and you lather it up and you finally get that question out. What if the person is just never a talkative person? Like they just don't um, All right. <laughs> they're just not vote. They're just not a verbal person when it comes to things of the heart. They're just not that way. Mm, All right. So then you that's turn another out good question. That. Right. right. That's true. That's that is so true. So I was raised um, by my grandparents, and I was always taught to study the person that you're trying to be with. So you have to find their communication language and level. 
and you have to either come down or step up to that level. Whatever that is to get them to talk, you have to ask the right questions, do the right thing. Maybe they don't like jazz and dinner or something. Maybe it is, you know, going to the music park or going bowling, but you have to figure that out with that person and find out where their level of language is and then hit them from that, from that, that point of view. Mm-hmm. And then if that doesn't work, I think you still have to fall back on the question to yourself, like, okay, how much or more of this I'm going to take? Because right. you're doing yourself an injustice by being in a, uh, or uh, being in an unhealthy relationship that could get worse. Right. Because you're gotcha. not being still taken care of mentally and emotionally. You're, you're not going to be happy. And who wants to I, – I, me personally, I believe whatever whoever deity you pray to at night is fine, but the ultimate goal is to die happy. You want to die happy. And if you're in a bad relationship, how you going to die happy? Because your whole life is going to be stressed about this man or this woman that's not helping you get happy. Mm-hmm. Mm. Even though you have You're to be happy with yourself first. Right. Okay. Well, we are question. getting ready. We are, yes, Neat Neat came through with the questions tonight. We are going to go ahead and get ready to start wrapping it up. Jaquan, a.k.a. Ike James, go ahead and let them know how can they find you on social media if they can. They can find me right now. We have the Cyphers Den on Facebook and Instagram, and then we got the CNG Writers Inc. website coming up soon. We got some projects that's going to be coming out. So the Cyphers Den is T H E C Y P H E R S Face D E N. Follow me. Holla. All right, another great show. Thank you again for being a guest. Oh, he said what? Because you be dropping pleasure. Some Thanks for having me. What statements? <laughs> yeah. So before we let you go, look, we're gonna go ahead and write you down. <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank you. <laughs> All right. So um, once again, if you guys are just now tuning in, um, you've missed the show, but that's perfectly okay because you can always download this episode as well as our past episodes by um, going to simplybreathe.com that's s-i-m-p-l-e-e breathe b-r-e-e dot com where you can get the access to past episodes for both shows um just wanted to say thank you guys again for tuning in tonight it was always a pleasure next week our topic is going to be, and it's, it's, a, it's going to be a good one, guys. The topic next week is intimacy, soul ties, and the confusion with my guest, celebrity DJ slash host, Corey Hershey. So follow me on Instagram, underscore, simply, um, that's the Instagram. You also can follow us at he said what radio on Instagram. Um, Hey, listen, we're always looking for donations. Any amount, large, small, it doesn't matter. You can do a one-time donation. You can do a monthly donation. For that information, go to simplybreed.com and click on the donations tab, and it will break down what we need donations for and the perks that come along with it. We're also going to be wrapping up our contest for tomorrow. All you have to do is follow us on Instagram, myself, simplybreed. Uh, He said what radio and no one you know. And we're going to draw a lucky winner tomorrow on the truth serum. And they will win $20 through Cash App. So 
hey, who can't use the money? Once again, I am your host, Simply Bree. Thank you guys for tuning in to He Said What? Have a good night. <laughs>